Hey, I'm Sherry Galore. And I'm Shakayla. Welcome to another episode of I've Got Time. Thank you guys for joining us another week, another episode. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us. We are at I've Got Time Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And you can even look at some of our tweets at I've Got Time Pod. And without further ado, I've, I've got, got time. time. What it do? It's doing things. What's it doing? Um. <laughs> We can get into it when we, you know, get into our conversation. So, what are we discussing this week? Today, we're talking about triggers. And your Janae voice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I guess we could just start with, I guess, like the definition of triggers and what's the intention of it? You know, what's the purpose? Everything has. A reason. Yeah. Like Jesus is the reason for the season. Hey, oh yeah. yeah. That was my shit. That entire album, hands down the best Christmas album ever. Then it's Tony. I really want to know what you're talking about right now, but I have no clue. <laughs> the black community is going to come for you so hard because you don't know this. Take my card. Just shred it up if you have to. Wow. It's Kirk Franklin. The 90s Kirk Franklin. Okay. Yikes. Cherry's triggered right now. So. I've been triggered for two weeks. <laughs> and I... So, what triggers are really... Are... An emotional response to something really based off of a past event is really something that to me is rooted in like PTSD. Everybody has triggers. Everybody doesn't have PTSD, but what that is is post-traumatic stress disorder. That means something in the past was a stressful event or a traumatic event. And now when your current space, it still gets you riled up in some way or another. And that could be sadness, it could be happiness, something could trigger you to be happy, you know. A lot of people don't really talk about that. Yeah. Um, It could trigger you you to have anger. It's any emotion, really, you know what I'm saying? So, the reason behind them, the purpose of having triggers, like, it's really just your shadow side tapping you on the shoulder, like, hey, hey, we need to heal in this area, like. Don't you see that you're still bothered by this? You don't want to journey deeper into what's causing you to have an emotional response about this six years later? Or even being in a situation that's really not traumatic or stressful to you in the moment, but it makes you feel related to that past event? And you like, oh, hell no. They're not about to do to me what they did to me 10 years ago. I'm going off. Yeah. So you've been you've been triggered for two weeks. What's got you going? Maybe three. <laughs> no, not the weeks going more. 
like in a row every day you felt triggered or I don't want to say every day but it's like things have happened and it's just been like I've had to consistently remind myself that I'm not where I was Mm -hmm. and it's been challenging welcome to my world <laughs> like not that that's something to be proud of or anything <laughs> but you know I've experienced some things I've been in lots of relationships and our relationships really is the root to a lot of our trauma starting with our first relationships with this with our family you know our yeah. parents and our siblings and those be the things that really, really get you going because it's like deeply rooted, like something that you've been thinking about for the last 20 years and you still haven't like resolved those feelings. So now you're still getting like upset about certain things. I used to get so triggered to the point where, I mean, to looking back at my past self, it's just like embarrassing, like. But I also have a lot of grace for my past self because I didn't have the tools to manage that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up in an environment where I was taught to have any emotional control, to communicate properly, or to resolve any of my feelings either. So it was just like all everything was just getting swept under the rug. And now I'm like at a big age and I'm like, this shit's manifesting in my physical life like it's slowly creeping out of the rug like it's a little too dusty under here you're gonna have to do something about this <laughs> so yeah i do be triggered especially in my relationships yeah i be triggered in work situations too just the idea of work has me triggered <laughs> like working with people like kind of similar to the situation we witnessed the other night mm -hmm. like anytime I have to work with somebody it's just like I know they're about to not be professional like the simplest thing is me being the only person on time mm -hmm. like and typically being early is on time for me and I don't expect people to be early but like once we hit that start time, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm like somebody that really do be on CPT time. Um, so that's not something that like I'll be pressed about myself. But there's other thing in work situations. Like if I feel like they on some slave master shit, micromanaging me, trying to tell me a specific way to do things even though I'm still getting the job done or mm -hmm. if I'm doing it even in a more efficiently way but they still want me to do it the other way just because that's how they think it should be done like I mean all of that just led me to working on my own because it was so stressful trying to work with people who they don't want to work with you. They want you to work for them and under them. They have like a whole complex of just being a manager. Like whatever going on in their personal life, something about managing other people puts them in this like 
space that they're better than you or above you or that they can shit on you and that triggers me yeah like every time i try and get a job i'll be like dying laughing inside because i just know i'm not meant to work for nobody else because every time it be some fuck shit like every time and then next thing you know i'm it's three days later and i'm complaining to all my friends like girl you won't believe what happened these niggas had me fucked up like i had to quit another job like why even put myself through all that when i could just take all my energy into like putting it somewhere else which kind of bring me back to the original point where we were saying this of what you said earlier about remembering where you are right now like that's the best thing you can do when you like being triggered by something because it's like in this moment or is the reaction that you're choosing necessary for this moment yeah yeah that's the biggest thing what are some things that trigger you on a regular basis like that you are aware of and working on girl we're here to talk about it are we here to talk about it um i mean you are better than before i feel like you should be able to speak on it (laughs) you're right i am (laughs) um Things that trigger me, like, on a regular basis? Should I get started? I mean, I got a lot Yeah, you start. Well, let me get some ideas. Mm, you got to get the <laughs> ideas. Yeah, damn. You need a therapist. <laughs> Let's see. Um, things that trigger me, one, is when I feel like I don't have control over what's happening around me or to me. Like, if I feel like I'm losing my personal sense of freedom, I automatically, my trauma response to that is, like, getting defensive. Like, I automatically be like, is she trying to play me? Or was that attitude? Or, and really that just stemmed from me growing up in an environment where I had to be on the defense. You know what I mean? And so I have to constantly ask myself, okay, what are what is this feeling is it necessary am i picking up on my intuition that somebody really is trying to play me or get smart with me or something or am i like low-key waiting for it to happen and that's one thing with our triggers it's like being present where you are and realizing am i manifesting more of this into my life by assuming that this is what's happening self-sabotage yeah that's crazy how that keeps coming back Uh, the queen's over here but we're working on it for real um another thing that really triggers me is man that personal freedom one really gets me going um now all of a sudden i can't think of nothing that's triggering to me i feel like that's kind of a good thing it means that it's not on my mind, like, at the forefront. Yeah, like, you're not dwelling on the things that used to bother you. Yeah, that's a fact. That's, like, when you can really know that you're healing and shit, because otherwise it's like, damn, when do you have time to breathe? When do you have time to think? Because you are always living in the past or trying to predict the future outcomes, like, literally stressing yourself out, some Virgo shit. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, anytime somebody does something that 
somebody from my past did. It just takes me a while to get out of thinking that they're doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, well, two plus two is four, but is this algebra? Mm -hmm. You know? One of the major keys for me when I used to be the most triggered with probably like last year <laughs> is I ask myself, is this a fact? I say, when I'm like assuming things, I say like, well, who told you that? And if like literally nobody told me that and it's just something that I'm making it up in my head based off of my anxiety from past situations, then I could take a moment, try and meditate on it, even communicate with other people and say like, what did you mean by this? Or blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, knowing when people deserve that moment from you. Because everything is not worth it. I was, like, just sharing in my group chat this morning. My channel message of the day was, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is the juice worth the squeeze? No, wait. Is the squeeze... Right. Is the squeeze worth... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is the squeeze worth the juice? Is the squeeze worth the juice? So after you do all of these things, you put yourself through all this emotional labor with people, is it worth it? Is it a relationship that's worth holding on to? Is it a situation still worth getting upset about? Is it something having another worth having another conversation about? And... Sometimes closure is not a conversation. It's just you acknowledging that whatever happened in the past, you're not there anymore, and that's it. I feel like I get triggered a lot in romantic relationships um, out of the fear of people trying to control me, like in past relationships. Um... I also get triggered because I have abandonment issues. So it'd be like, you trying to leave me? Let me leave you first. Or just paying too close attention to things that's not even really something. It's like you almost making it up in your head. Like, do you ever do that? All the time. <laughs> um, and that's the best thing you can do, especially if it's with your partner. It's just communicate like... Hey, so, you know, when you said this, I started to feel like this. And really use I statements. Don't say somebody made you feel a way or they did something to you to make you feel a way. It's like, own your own feelings and don't project that onto other people. Like, I mean, that's something that I'm still in practice about, but I do know that it's helpful in conversations because then that person's not on the defense and y'all can, like, openly communicate and really resolve the solution, resolve the problem to find a solution. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, it's like instead of it being against each other, like, y'all working together as a team to resolve it, it's like it's not me versus you. It's us versus the problem or whatever it is and that could fit in all of your relationships whether you have issues with your parents rather if it's issues with your closest friends if it's worth having a conversation about then have the conversation now if you feel like this person trigger you every other day 
then maybe that's something you need to reflect on is if that's a healthy relationship for you to be in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are in charge of our own healing. So at the same time, you can't blame somebody else for triggering you. You just have to be like, well, if it's not intentional, then you have to like self-reflect. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you should share all of your triggers? Like no matter what type of relationship it is? I don't think that that's possible because, like you said, you can be healed in certain areas or you can even think that you're healed because healing is linear. Like, something might have not triggered you for a long time and then you get into a specific relationship and you be like, oh, hell no, what the fuck? And you be thinking you're good, you know what I'm saying? So, it's impossible to just... And scary and overwhelming. Like, if I first met you and it'd be like, by the way, this is what I don't like, this is what I don't like, don't do this to me, don't do that to me. Well, really, I need to see why am I having all these issues with people. Like, sometimes it's useless. I remember when, this was pretty early into our relationship, and it was your birthday. Uh-oh. I, is it okay to share this story? I don't know what you're about to say. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, only one thing happened when it was your birthday. So, we went to go have breakfast. Oh. And Cherry's sister said something to me that was really triggering because of the type of environment that I grew up around. I'm trying not to get emotional. And... It made me really uncomfortable, and I was looking at her sideways, like, mm, I don't know if I like Cherry's sister. You know, it was, like, one of our first few interactions. And then Cherry was like, I mean, do you, and like, should I say something? Or I'm like, I mean, no. And then I thought about it some more, and I was just like, you know, people are going to people. You can't police people and tell them, don't say this. You never know who you might be offending, because the truth is, we can't be in charge of other people's trauma. Nobody knows what happened to you this place or that place. And when certain phrases is, you know, just common, people just be saying it all the time, you just have to heal within yourself that when people say that shit, it doesn't trigger you. Yeah. It's like white people saying the N-word. I'm never going to let that shit slide. But some (laughs) people, they might not have any deep-rooted issues with the N-word where they feel like it's a personal attack against them. They probably just, like, let it slide off their back. Like, this dude's trying to upset me. He's trying to get me triggered to get a reaction, and I'm not going to give it. I'm giving it because I'm not there yet. I'm not there. I still have feelings, emotions. I will get very angry about that. So... You know, that's like, you just have to take a moment and like, like I said earlier, figure out why that thing, whatever it is that is triggering you, is causing you to have such an emotional response and really just looking within yourself to find healing with that. Because you just can't police everybody like, and you can't have an issue with everybody who doesn't understand you and do you really want everybody to know your trauma i don't need everybody all up in my business like that (laughs) (laughs) like what i was supposed to blurt out the table like don't say that word (laughs) i mean 
And then that's a whole nother thing. Then people perceiving you based off of that one experience you decided to share about your past. And I don't like that. So I just knew that I had to look within myself and really resolve that. Still not there. But the good thing is that I was self-aware enough in that situation to be calm to not have a real reaction where everybody else was noticing that I was like pissed off and um recognizing that I need to heal you know yeah did I did I respond in a an acceptable way in that moment I really don't remember, like, what did you did, but I do remember, like, you just picked up on I was being different or acting different. But I don't really remember what happened outside of me telling you that, like, basically what I just said to them. You know, I can't, like, make her not say that word just because it's offensive to me. I mean, there's the absolutely certain words you shouldn't be saying no matter where you at, for real. Like, if you white and you say the N-word, or if you say the F-word, even just jokingly, whether it's to a person that's not gay. Like, it's just certain shit that I feel like everybody knows not to be saying that. And I feel like we have options when we do get triggered. We could choose that as an educational moment. Like, I could have pulled your sister to the side and been like, you know... This is just me, personally, but there's other language you could use for that instead of saying it like that. And also, maybe even if I decided to share her my background with her or something like that, instead of her using that word so loosely and harmfully, yeah. she might have been more compassionate about whatever you know, that situation was that we was discussing. Because the thing about trauma, you know, and having triggers and stuff is we be taking everything personally because of what happened to us, but we don't all have the same shared experiences. Like, you know, we're all different. We all come from different lives. We all had certain stuff happen to us, and some people never experienced that at all. Like, you might be in a room and somebody would be joking about SA. And to me, that's not a joke. And to a lot of people, that's not a joke. But for somebody that literally has never experienced that or don't know anybody else that has experienced that, they think they can just take that lightly. Yeah. And that could be really triggering to somebody. And that might be something to get your ass beat over. Like, So I think even though we can't police people triggers, you can choose to decide if you want to educate people in a healthy manner. You know what I mean? That's like the best thing you can do if you're going to continue having a relationship with somebody and you don't want them offending you every time you hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah. You forgot about that? <laughs> um... I don't want to say I forgot, but it wasn't, it's not what I go to when I think about my birthday. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't think anything else in the birthday was triggering. 
not for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what are you talking about? That's why I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Girl, like, wait, what did I do? But yeah. Yeah. And really, just having compassion for other people too when they trigger you because, like, they don't know. Most of the time, they don't know what it is that they're doing. And just having patience because even you're triggering to somebody else and don't realize it. I be saying hella offensive shit. And that's why I keep my circle small because I don't have time to be arguing with people over some shit that I said. You know? It's like I just like to... I mess with the people that mess with me and I don't try and go any past that because even some things that I say about religion that could be triggering to somebody because they deeply in their heart believe certain things and me telling them I am God will really send them to another place (laughs) so yeah you know we're all fucking triggering to other people so just having a moment of compassion like I mean, maybe they just don't get it. Now, if somebody really is doing something to you multiple times, like, they know. They know, they know, they know. (laughs) But (laughs) that doesn't even go here. (laughs) So, is there a correct way to respond to somebody that's sharing their trigger? Like, if you share something with me... Let's say it's in the moment, it's happening, and you're like, hey, this is, I'm getting all riled up. I think the best advice is to listen first and then ask questions later. You know what I mean? Like, let them say whatever it is that they need to say as long as they're not being overly aggressive with you or yelling or being violent in any manner. If it's a safe space to communicate, then just let them, you know, talk. I've learned through the internet that you should not share a relatable story (laughs) because apparently that's not okay. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I think it's definitely a time and place to share, to be relatable. Mm -hmm. Um, I have definitely had moments, even with you, where I was being relatable to, like, try to make it better, but it was not the moment. Yeah. That's a fact. I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Um, Because sometimes it is. Sometimes it can be comforting. And you have to remember who it is that you're talking to, who you're in relationship with. And sometimes that's part of getting to know somebody, right? One person that might be cool with to be like, yeah, girl, that happened to me too. And maybe they might can give you some advice or something. And that would be nice for you. But if you're looking for somebody to just like listen and understand, then maybe say that like, you know, I don't really need advice. I'm just sharing this with you because I feel comfortable sharing this with you. And then that already is going to tell the person, okay, no relatable stories. (laughs) (laughs) I will not tell you about that time I did that one thing. And just really being genuine because I feel like in that moment what really had triggered me is that I didn't feel like you could actually relate. So I was just like, girl, shut the fuck up. Like, I didn't say that, y'all. I did not talk to Jerry like that in a serious manner. (laughs) (laughs) 
But um, yeah, that that's how I'll be feeling on the inside, though. But of course, you should not say everything that you're thinking, because you could be triggering to people. Specifically, voluntarily. <laughs> Girl, not you trying to bring up what just happened ten minutes ago. Yeah. If someone asks you your thoughts, but what if the thoughts are unkind? Or you still having them? Like you not saying them out loud isn't gonna stop the way that you're thinking. Right, but you just don't agree with that everything that you think doesn't need to be shared. Like sometimes what you have in your mind is something hurtful or just unnecessary or unproductive. You know what I'm saying? It's not it doesn't hold value in that relationship for you to share everything that you're thinking like. I'm not saying everything should be shared. But only when you ask, then all of those things should be shared. Even if, if it you, could possibly hurt your feelings. If it or, makes you uncomfortable sharing it, then I feel like then it turns into another conversation. I feel like, don't just end it right then and there. Because then that's just going to lead the other person to just make assumptions. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I will really try and be mindful of that in the future. I'll be trying. I think you do a great job. I feel like in our relationship, comparison to any other relationship I've ever been in, I've never uh, communicated this much or even been healthy or good at communicating at all, period. So... Even in moments where it feels like to you that I'm not communicating well, it's like, I came so far. Like, give me a minute to catch up to what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't think I've ever thought that you weren't communicating well. But we do be having miscommunication. Yeah, that's different. That's just understanding the way we communicate. That doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job. Mm -hmm. Like... I just got to know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. The best thing that you can do for yourself if you find you're, that you're triggered often, and especially if it is a response that is unhealthy to your environment, to yourself, or to other people, you should definitely get with a therapist, preferably one that is the same um, race as you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because that is just more comforting. You kind of have a space of more understanding. Um, I was talking to my best friend recently, and he was saying that he was getting back in therapy and was going to have be capable to go way more frequently, which is, like, so amazing. I can't wait until I'm like, yeah, girl, it's therapist day. <laughs> like, because that stuff really matters. The things that we think are just small irritations what they do is they just build up inside of us and then next thing you know you exploding on a person that probably don't deserve it or it's just an unwarranted response to some shit that is just a bunch of collective things that you could have communicated or discussed or even talked out in a safe space with a therapist you know yeah yeah so yeah definitely get into that therapy 
I think even I suggest if you're a male to try a therapist that's a woman so that you can gain a better understanding of people around you that are not men, which is very necessary. Um, don't recommend the same thing for women. You need your sisters. For sure. <laughs> yeah. We're just, this is kind of off topic, but, you know, we've been groomed in a society based off of the patriarchy, misogyny, um, and even like a conversation we was having earlier where we have so much internalized, you know, misogyny or homophobia. We don't realize that, like, is this even what you believe or is it just some shit that somebody taught you when you was really young? And you're really holding on tight to a belief that's not beneficial to you or your community. So, like, really checking yourself. Holding space for you to be held accountable. Like, yeah. Being able to listen to other people when they tell you that something you did to them was triggering. And instead of getting defensive, just trying to understand. And at the very least, listening. And then saying... I heard what you said. I need some time to process that. And then we can revisit this, you know, on another occasion. And don't just not never bring it back up. <laughs> it used to be my steez. Yeah, we'll talk about that. it later. Later never comes. Yeah. <laughs> she said, that was your steez yesterday, girl. But <clears throat> not yesterday. Not yesterday. Okay. Well... <laughs> And also just have an understanding that that is triggered for people. Sometimes communicating is difficult and it can be triggering to people because they haven't been in safe spaces. So they automatically get anxiety every time somebody wants to like have a conversation. It feels like combative or, you know, just assuming that the energy is not going to be good. So do you have anything to add? As far as triggers? Um, I just want to say, you know, if something triggers you when it's like <clears throat> something someone says, check in with yourself first and don't try to put it on that person. Mm-hmm. Like, actually think about what you're thinking about before you start projecting on the other person. Yeah. And, you know, if you are still building up your self-confidence to, like, really trust yourself or your intuition and you have a feeling about something, it's okay to, you know, ask one of your trusted close friends or family members, like, how do you feel about this? Or, you know, I really, this really got me triggered. Am I in the wrong? Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that, not so that they can validate you, but just so that you can have another opinion on it and don't ask somebody that's a yes man ask somebody that's going to give you a completely unbiased unfiltered you know opinion like a therapist (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what are you making time for this week i don't know i think i need some time to think about it i Mm want to just say receiving again because I feel like you were really giving it with that energy, though, the receiving energy, like, yeah. you know? I'm going to stick to receiving again. Okay, yeah. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. What are you? Uh, what am I making time for this week? Hmm. I'm gonna make time for meditation this week. I've slowly been getting back into my meditation practice, trying to at least meditate in the mornings when I wake up. And um, I really want to have a more consistent meditation schedule and just being able to lean on that as a healthy coping mechanism. Um, more like I used to, you know, it helps me be more of a clear channel when I'm providing messages. So, yeah. I've got time for meditation. I like that. Meditate, girl. <laughs> you gonna meditate with me? Sure. <laughs> Every time I say it, I don't mean it the way it's out. <laughs> okay, you guys, please chime in in the comments. <laughs> Send us a DM. When somebody says, sure, doesn't it kind of sound like that means not really? I feel like another thing, too, that triggers me is when people say, oh, that's no problem. Like, why would you not? Is it a problem? Why are you bringing problems up? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, I could see how that could be triggered. Like, you could say, you'll say to somebody, thank you, instead of them saying you welcome you. Like, they say, it's not a problem. Like, let's... I can see it. I see it. Okay. But again, that's an issue that I have because you can't expect people to tell you it's not a problem. <laughs> can't be at Red Lobster like, do we have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> For real though. <laughs> Mess around and get half a cheesecake and come home and be like, where's the other half of my cheesecake? That's sick. I would be livid. <laughs> Over half a cheesecake. Yeah, that cheesecake is too good. It's too good to even miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and order one right now. Girl, are you grateful for Red Lobster <laughs> cheesecake? <laughs> I am grateful for Red Lobster cheesecake. Vanilla bean cheesecake. It's the best thing since Olive Garden's early 2000s lemon cream cake. Mm. I don't, I don't know I don't what it is that. that they make now. It is not that. Yeah, they do be changing up on the desserts. Distributors don't be distributing no more. Yeah. <laughs> they said, we got to do something else. Let's see. I am... I'm really grateful for uh, my relationships, the safe spaces that I have created, and the people that... I am in community with and that like extends to people I see every day, Cherry, um, you know, like my spiritual sisters, sisters, you know, my actual sisters, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, my YouTube family, the TikTok peeps. I'm really grateful for all of them because you never know that little one text message somebody might send you or one comment it could make or break your day so i'm grateful to have that are you really grateful for red lobster cheesecake yeah <laughs> okay well i've, I've got, got time, time. <laughs>